Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stopper, Brendan Escott, Kellen Kennedy with you on Oilers Now. Two years ago in the Western Hockey League playoffs, uh, Bill LaForge's Seattle Thunderbirds physically pounded the Edmonton Oil Kings. The Oil Kings won the series. They went to the Memorial Cup, but they got dinged up. Dylan Gunther, their best offensive player, never played a game. Jake Neighbors got hurt. Uh, they were down some bodies, to say the least. One of the guys that was running around um, for the... Seattle Thunderbirds is Matthew Rempe, uh, who is now with the New York Rangers. I think he's played in his third or fourth game. He obliterated Nathan Bastian with a hit tonight. He's been given a match penalty and to- uh, looks like he's yeah match penalty for this hit. Uh, Rempe is about six foot nine, and he hit him in the face with a shoulder and just busted his face. It is ugly. Likely going to be a suspension. Not a pretty situation. All right. Um, as promised, we're going to head off to the uh, River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline momentarily, but not before I tell you. The guests and orders now receive certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town. Every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. You can tell Brendan, Chris, and Chef Eltaf that orders now sent you. Roos Chris is open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close and 4 o'clock on orders game days. As we welcome back to the show, from NHL Hockey and Rogers, Ron McLean for Century Casino Edmonton. Every day is a game day at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino on 131st Avenue and Fort Road. Hello, Ron. How you doing? I'm good, Bob. Did you see uh, Gunther's goal last night against Toronto? He uh, wired one from the high slot. Really lovely goal. So, you know, you've seen that. Yeah, well, he, uh, he was skating better. And uh, then I re- like he's obviously put some work in because he reminded me a lot of Joffrey Lupel. Okay, a guy that now he's he one times the puck better because Lupel had a really good wrist shot, uh, but Lupel was not great at one time in pucks, and Gunther's better at one time in pucks. But they were still, and Lupel went seventh overall, you know, scored uh, 50 in his draft year for Medicine Hat, and uh, you know, sort of an angular guy. The only difference was. Gunther was the number one pick in the WHL Bantam draft. Lupul wasn't even drafted in the WHL. Him and Scotty Upshaw were not drafted in the Western League draft. They ended up going 6th and 7th. Upshaw 6th, Lupul 7th in 02. So that's the guy he reminded me of, but the skating was better. And so I've upgraded him, Ron, from a 200-goal scorer in his career like Joff was. I think I think Dylan's going to get 300-plus goals in his me NHL too. career. I just, What do you think? 
I have a, I totally agree. I have a nice uh, Western Hockey League connection story for you, too. Last Saturday at the Hockey Night in Canada studios, we're in the Rogers building, downtown Toronto, had some very special guests from Red Deer. Al Sim, a buddy of mine, had arranged for uh, two tickets to go see the Flyers on the Thursday and the NHL game on the Saturday night. But in between, you could come to the Hockey Night studios, and this was in aid of the Red Deer Regional Hospital Foundation. So kind of like uh, put a lid on a kid that Gene was talking about. It's a great event they have at the Festival of Trees each year in Red Deer. And the man who bought it was Craig Nikiforic, who was the billet for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. So ironically, uh, Ryan's on the shelf right now. We're not sure what's going on there. Um, but maybe the Red Deer Regional could go and uh, make a trip to his place and fix him up because Craig spent uh, thousands. Uh, and not only did uh, Kim and Craig have Ryan Nugent Hopkins, but they had Landon Ferraro before that, uh, billeting with the Red Deer Rebels. So kind of a neat story. And I was asking, you know, what was he like? And of course, you know, shy, polite, just a gentleman's gentleman and love to play Halo, love to listen to Dirk Spentley. That's about all I got. Yeah, uh, loves video games. Like we, we know. Yeah. Now he did. Sure. If I'm not mistaken, he they, like it was part of one year. He couldn't. Like there was some challenges trying to uh, play. You know, pay for elite level hockey for Ryan. And we're doing an event for him. Uh, next Friday night uh, with uh, Sister Fibrosis. He's uh, been a, a huge supporter of that over the years, so we're looking forward to that on the 29th for everybody that's going to make it out of that event. So he's just, you know, the funny thing about Ryan Nugent Hopkins in this market, and people can disagree. They can text us right now on the Ashley Fine Floors text line if we want. It's almost like he's the one guy you can't criticize. Like, you yeah. know what? People will criticize, ah, you know, McDavid's not scoring goals. Well, he's got 14 assists in the last yeah, five years. Yeah, that's a good observation. Right? I, I but, can see that because but, he's, he's such a gentleman. I, I think that's, you know, he, he plays the game the right way. He obviously does all the little things that make you a complete hockey player. Uh, he handled the celebrity when he was, you know, yes. like we had Matt Barzell at the All-Star Weekend, and I told him this age-old story about how Nuge said, well, yes, Connor McDavid's the best, but keep an eye on this Barzell kid because he's good too. We see him all the time in Vancouver. Yeah. And Barzell said he looked up to uh, Nugent Hopkins the way Ryan would have looked up to Paul Correa and Joe Sackick. He is a he's hero cult, but he wears it really, really well. So when you see him this week, say that Craig and Kim and, and also uh, their son Scott, uh, who would have probably been kind of a buddy to Ryan, uh, he was on the trip. So it was a really nice central Alberta moment uh, and a great reflection on Ryan. Well, we've got to know Al over the last uh, several years from the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament with Terry Lowen, that of course you've been a part of as well. Yeah. And uh, that's just an awesome event for all the right reasons. So yeah, it, with, with, it with the new, like, you know, it's funny, and he's, you know, he signed the eight-year deal, and in the end, he probably took less than maybe at one time. He, he's a guy that's been affected a bit by uh, the fact that we had a flat cap for a number of years, you know. He's, in my mind, in a perfect world, he's probably a six, I think last year, he was the highest-scoring player in the league, not making at least $6 million a year. That was not on an entry-level deal. So there might have been uh, you know, a star young player that was on an ELC, but the reality is, of the guys that get paid, Nugent Hopkins was the highest-scoring player in the league uh, at, at below $6 bucks. So he had a great season, and I didn't think he'd get a... I did think he'd have a 100-point season when he got drafted wrong. I did. I just didn't think it'd take him 12 or 13 years to do it. And uh, man, oh, man. Uh, what did you think of the game last night between Edmonton and Boston? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, I, I thought, first of all, uh, one simple observation about Fogel. He uh, got the empty netter in the previous game, and he didn't celebrate, you know, in Arizona like it was any big deal. Didn't do anything at the bench. No, they normally go down and tap gloves. He did nothing. He just, you know, humbly, you know, finished the, the night for the Coyotes. And I love that. I just loved his comportment. And he went out, and he was great early on for uh, Edmonton, I thought, with those two goals. You know, every goal is, as you saw, on the doorstep early on. I thought the key guys for Boston, uh, the Pasternak goal, obviously was a, was a big one, but Edmonton got that right back, and everybody's blaming Kane, but I think that's just unfamiliarity with uh, Corey Perry. He doesn't realize Corey, Corey's magic around the goal, but he's not going to leave the zone like Connor. So that pass, it looked like an errant, you know, like, what the hell's he doing? But I think it was just him not realizing that's Corey Perry you're passing it to. You don't lead him quite the way you lead some of the guys on the team. So I'll exonerate Evander a little bit on getting to know Corey Perry, uh, who was very good, as you've already said on the show. Um, so the big goals were Pasternak. Marchant's was a big goal. That release early in the second period is vintage him. He, he used to practice as a kid putting a piece of tape down, and he had to have the puck off his stick before the blade crossed the piece of tape. And that's, you know, why Skinner got caught. It looked like an absolutely horrific goal. Yes, but it's it did. A vintage, it's a vintage Marchant shot. You, you, he kind of gets it away so quick that you, you, you're stunned by it, and, and he got caught, obviously, on the short side. Puck hit the middle of the net, bad. But so Marchant, Pasternak, and then McAvoy wins it for you. Those are the those are the core guys of Boston and why they're great. And you always got to keep an eye on them. And nice for Louis to score, or sorry for uh, Jake to score uh, as well. But yeah, I just think what you know, Chris Knobloch said uh, after the break, Skinner's lost his groove the way. I remember uh, J.S. Jaguar was flying along in the 2003 Stanley Cup playoffs, and then they had the 10 days before the final. And he was okay against the Devils, but he wasn't the same guy. Uh, and you could look at Casey DeSmith over in Vancouver. Uh, he, he has come out of the break, you know, not on the role that he was on. Um, conversely, Samsonov found it uh, with that break. So it, it can cut two ways. But I think when you're, when you're flying high, as, as Skinner was, it's, you know, it's just one of those things he'll have to kind of reboot, and he will. From NHL Hockey and Rogers, Ron McLean. So, Ron, you're on that Hockey Night in Canada panel on Saturday. How do you ensure, and I think you guys do a pretty good job of it, uh, you know, because the old joke about TSN was the Toronto Sports Network, and we've often right. said to uh, Elliot Friedman, who's a complete gentleman and a great guy, and he's been a wonderful guest on our show for years, uh, you know how you change a light bulb in Toronto. You hold it there and have the rest of Canada revolve around it. Uh, but... Uh, uh, and I'm not a guy, like, I don't mind having a little, we've got a, I know you know Josh Marshall, and he's a huge Leafs fan, and I'm not yeah. a guy, I, I want to see a Canadian team win the Cup, I do. I mean, it, to me, it, it's got to happen one of these years, why not be this year for Edmonton, that'd be awesome. But uh, how do you guys balance, sort of, ensuring that the, and you have regional deals with NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sports. You have a huge deal with Vancouver. Uh, you're closing on the end of a deal uh, with the Oilers and the Flames here, but you've had them for years. You split the deal with the Leafs. How do you ensure that you, you, you don't focus too much in Toronto when it's a, you know, it's a, Ontario's got 14.5 million people in the province? 
Well, the, that, that is the joy of social media. Whatever you think of the socials, they'll keep you in check in a heartbeat. Uh, and I think we're all extremely aware. I mean, the whole TV revenue and regional deals part of it, that doesn't even weigh into the equation. Um, the truth, I think, of uh, if you have, as we do in the case of Jennifer, Elliot, myself, we have a few of us living in the Toronto area. We're apt to watch more Eastern-based games than Western-based games. Yes. Oilers are appointment television, so we, and not only because of the show, Bob, I, I obviously pay extra close attention for your sake, um, but I also, you know, can't help but watch uh, much the way you know, I find it's really great to watch uh, Colorado, and, and now Florida Panthers have emerged. The game against Ottawa this week was electric, and Ottawa looked great. They were with them toe-for-toe in toe an overtime loss. So, But anyway, we, we are Toronto-centric. Uh, I would say we're Eastern-centric, because we, we live in this time zone, and sadly, you know, when these games go on at 10, last night I fell asleep for about, uh, must be the horrible uh, commentary that was happening last night, uh, Bob, that I fell asleep for about like 15 minutes. I Come woke on. up with a start. Yeah, I don't know what the hell is matter with me age, did you, obviously. Did, did, you I, ha- did you have the tv turned down and you were listening to, to cab and me or what no i just just fell off i i was it was a long day i'm walking my dog because uh, carrie's away right now so i'm walking my dog morning noon and night and must have just got sleepy but i was shocked when i i heard a goal and you know it's like what the hell how did i doze off um, but that's because it's 12:45 in the morning you know it's it's late here when you're doing these things or watching these games but that's that's no excuse we're pros we have to be really aware uh, to try and represent and you know kelly blessedly comes in from alberta so that gives us that kevin is the canuck and comes in from california so we offset uh, maybe the you know regional weakness of of some of us uh with, yeah. with the strength of them yeah absolutely well it's funny uh i can tell you a number of years ago uh ken nichols invited us us up to uh, uh, to to go see ACDC, and my wife Kathleen uh, had been working on a project at that time. She was with Telus, and she'd worked like nine days in a row, you know, fourteen, fifteen hours. It was the Clearnet deal, and yeah. she fell asleep during the ACDC concert. And it wasn't because she had a couple pops. It was just uh, what, no, if Vince, he... what if Vince Lombardi once say, "Fatigue makes cowards of us all." Yeah, that's it, and uh, yeah. I, I... Shouldn't happen, but but it does. <laughs> it, there, there you have it. Ron McLean joining us from NHL Hockey on Rogers. So uh, the conspiracy theorists are out, Ron, already. You know that. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights announcing today uh, a spleen injury for Mark Stone, and that injury could theoretically be two months plus, which means they could put him on LTIR. Now everybody thinks they're going to get Jake Gunsel, and oh boy, it's going to be on uh, around the National Hockey League if that's the case. Let me tell you. Yeah, well, absolutely. But again, it's within the rules. What are you going to do? And nobody's going to question the, uh, you know, medical report on a on a spleen. So um, that's just you know falling into a situation that obviously Vegas has had with Eichel, and you know they definitely rode a little bit, as did Colorado with uh, their captain Landis Cog, and obviously the famous Kucherov situation with Tampa. So it's within the rules, but nobody's going to like it. And the only thing is, is that, you know, there was a lot of talk about Gensel to Edmonton, and I'm kind of back with what you said earlier on the show that, you know, I think a little bit of size is where I think Edmonton's going to be 100%. Wanting, wanting to go, not not get another guy that has good hands. They've got tons of that. So I, I think they should go and find a little bit of size. Uh, I didn't see the hit that you mentioned tonight, oh. um, but I'm watching, uh, you know, 
Colorado or Detroit, and there's some big men in that game. And I think, you know, even when we did our Team Canada picks, uh, that was one of the things Kevin BX has said. He said, you know, Ron, you've got Ryan Nugent Hopkins, you've got Marcia So. Uh, who else did I have that's, you know, not a big, big man? Uh, and he just said, I think Canada's going to need to be big to take on the Americans. They're, they're going to have a, you know, like the uh, 96 World Cup team, they're going to have, there isn't really a prototypical power forward game anymore. Come on. But they're going to have big men. Glenn Sather's got to have a second center on the ice for that D-zone draw, doesn't he? <laughs> That's my neighbor, Adam Graves. He was, uh, who had played some center when he, when he was yes. one of the uh, kids on the kid line in Edmonton. But yeah, that was a famous moment that it involved, uh, it's just like gravy, uh, you know, he had Hall of Fame type career is numbers hanging from the rafters at MSG, but when Nathan Lafayette rang it off the crossbar in uh, in the famous '94 oh, yeah. Stanley Cup Game Seven, and it could have tied the game for the Canucks, it was uh, Graves' guy. Adam said, "I'm like two feet behind Nathan, and I, you know, I could see my whole career flashing be- before me." Uh, and it happened again at the uh, that game, though. Was I think that was early in the round robin when they got caught with. Uh, he was uh, a second center. He was, was a silly. he was an underrated hard nose. You know what? Like oh, he could tremendous. I remember yeah. he they had the they had the line brawl with the Devils, and he went and grabbed Claude Lemieux, and he, you know. Claude, when he wanted to, uh, Claude was a thicker man, but Gravy could chuck him. And uh, it never really fully ended up, uh, I think, reaching his potential here at Edmonton. But he did win the Cup in 1990, and that was after Game 4 of the Oilers-Winnipeg Series. Legend has it, Mark Messier went to the late John Muckler and said, you got to play more guys, and they put uh, Gra- yes. with Graves right. with Murphy and Jelena, right? And he liked Tikkanen, too. He uh, messed well. Teak was going, and uh, so he recommended that he put him on uh, as opposed to himself. So it was a very good uh, example of leadership. Here's one more little tidbit for you. Just uh, There were no hat-tricks last night, and that's been rare because we've got 77 on the season. We're on pace for 115, or we were. Last night probably tempers it a little bit, but we haven't had we've had one 100 hat-trick season in the last 30 years and that was two years ago, we had 102 hat-tricks, but we're, we're definitely getting a, a lot of them, you know, obviously Matthews is all the talk, but Zach's got three and Evander's got two, so Edmonton's got five hat-tricks this season but, uh, you know, those were in the 80s uh, every year, like in 1982, the year Wayne had his 92 goals, there was 139 hat-tricks that year, and we haven't seen that in, in almost 50 years yeah, no. Well, I mean, Wayne could do that to you, and it's been a it's been a while, and scoring's up a little bit. And Ron, as we leave, you said there were no hat tricks last night. Was there one? No, but what we do have for you is uh, <laughs> men without hats. Okay, good. Safe again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, All right, thanks, Ron. We'll talk next week. Yeah, you betcha, Bob. See you. See It's 5.51 in Edmonton. When we come back in Oilers Now, uh, we'll have NHL Today for friends at Elite Promotional Marketing and work in some of your texts as well. That's like uh, Channel 33 on uh, Sirius Satellite Radio on Saturday nights. That song's like on there every 20 minutes or so, man. Uh, I'm telling you, when you're driving home after a Saturday night game, after I swing by and go see uh, uh, some acquaintances at a downtown establishment that we will actually name, Pub 1905 in the Wine Room, uh, yeah, the way you go. Sometimes we hit it. You're listening to Oilers now. 
Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, Kellen Kennedy with you. We go right into NHL today for elite promotional marketing your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamhorn and his staff, they will take care of you. Here's Brendan. We have lots of games underway already. A couple of them at the first intermission. Ottawa is uh, tied at one with the Stars at home. And Montreal visiting Pittsburgh. They are also tied up at one. Calgary is going to host uh, Boston later on. Vancouver is visiting Seattle. And Toronto playing the Golden Knights in Vegas. Uh, speaking of Vegas, yeah, Bob mentioned that Mark Stone is now officially week to week with this spleen injury. So we'll see how that impacts the league at the trade deadline. We know that Vegas has a reputation in doing that. Colin White is actually uh, suited up in this game for the Montreal Canadiens after they claimed him on the waiver wire away from Pittsburgh. So quick turnaround, didn't have to go very far. Alex Barre Boule of the the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning is on the wire today. Bakersfield uh, is in Tucson for two games against the Roadrunners this weekend. Oil Kings coming off of the hockey hooky game visit uh, Lethbridge tomorrow night. And uh, Golden Bears taking on the mighty UBC Thunderbirds in Canada West semifinal playoff action this weekend. Randy. All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to go into the Oilers Now Injury Report. It's brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang of James H. Brown, proud supporters of the Edmonton Oilers, the Edmonton Elks, and the University of Alberta Golden Bears. Brian Nugent Hopkins has been out with an illness, missed the last game last night, uh, missed today's practice. Uh, hopefully he's able to go uh, tomorrow. Minnesota Wild, the Oilers' opponent next. Uh, Jared Spurgeon shut down for the uh, remainder of the season season due to a hip slash back issue. Uh, former Oiler Patrick Maroon is out with a back injury. He is on IR. Hard nose uh, forward Marcus Foligno, one of the best fighters in the league uh, who can play a bit. Had a 23 goal, 100 uh, PIM season a couple of years ago. Out with a lower body issue. Zach Bogosian, a veteran uh, defenseman for the Minnesota Wild that some people think is going to have a bit of a Luke Shen-like uh, run on him uh, come the NHL deadline uh, if Minnesota falls out of it. He is out with an upper body injury, so four regulars out tomorrow uh, for the Minnesota Wild, including Spurgeon, who, by the way, plays about 20 minutes a game, uh, probably 22 minutes a game if he's healthy. Brock Faber for Minnesota is seventh in the league as a rookie in time on ice on defense. That's the Oilers now injury report for uh, James H. Brown. As uh, we tell you, you can join New West Travel on an exclusive road trip to Dallas in April to watch the Oilers play the Stars. Now, here's the deal. Only a couple more days of actual fixed pricing because... There's not a guarantee on seats afterwards, and so we've almost sold this trip out. Uh, this new West travel package includes airfare, four nights, deluxe hotel, uh, great game ticket, a reception with yours truly. Actually, we're going to do two receptions, one in Edmonton, one in Dallas. You can complete your trip with an optional AT&T Stadium Tour. You can take out an American Baseball League game as well. Everything's bigger in Texas, including this road trip. Call New West Travel today. Visit them at newwesttravel.com. I want to get one text in before we go to Randy Kilburn. Uh, hey, Bob and Brendan, Ryan Nugent Hopkins has been a combination of consistency and heart, living up to uh, his own standards, um, and it's a challenge in itself. He plays the game on and off the ice 
with class. That one comes to us from Carpenter Guy. There's no question uh, that the, that RNH is a player beloved in the Edmonton market. That's uh, our text of the day. You're entered to win the text of the week draw where winners receive three months of watches. And my favorite car wash, the Great White Car Wash, 104-169th Street. Louis DeBrus coming up from NHL Hockey and Rogers for GCL Diesel after Randy Kilburn with a global news weather traffic update.